0: Hey, guys, welcome to the Love What You Do series. I am super pumped for my next guest. She has been featured in People Magazine, New York Post, New York Times, Vice, Fatherly. And it's so important what she is doing for the world of parents and divorce. So, Gabrielle Hartley, nice to meet you. Nice to see you also. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited. And I'm excited about my quote because I feel like it really fits in with everything. So I want you to start with your quote. And then I really want you to dive in what you're doing. I read up on you and it just sounds like you're making divorce so much better for the family, which is so important.
1: That is my goal for this morning's quote. I've selected ask for what you want and be prepared to get it. And that's Maya Angelou's quote. That says so much to me personally and also for the whole positive divorce movement. And that's why I picked it.
0: I love that. So mine is you're going to, I think, chuckle to this. So fall in love with the person who enjoys your madness, not the idiot who forces you to be normal. (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. I love
1: that so much. Can you please email that to me when we're done? No, no, no. Not only do I love that, I'm going to print it and, like, put it on my refrigerator and maybe throughout my house.
0: Yes, it's funny because it's a picture of a panda. And if you go to my social media, it's, I always post it every Valentine's Day because my hus- that is my husband and I. Like, we just, I, I mean, we just adore each other, but, like, we don't try to change each other, right? We love who we are. We love if we're crazy, if we're not crazy. And it's so important, especially when people get married. So I will definitely send it to you because the picture is really funny. That is so awesome. And quite frankly, like if you're married to someone and separating from someone who
1: you don't have that pure joy with, it's still great to try to tap into that idea and see as much good as you possibly can so that you can like navigate in a good way forward.
0: Welcome to your next stop. This is Juliette Hahn. I am a wife, mom, virtual coach, public speaker, and crazy obsessed dog lover. I am so honored to be able to take you into the life of someone that has followed a passion. Every week, I hope you are as inspired as I am. Welcome to your next stop. So you are an author, you are a divorce attorney, you are an online mediator, and you're a divorce strategy coach, is that correct? That is all correct. So can you tell us how, I want to hear your story first, like how you got to what you're doing now.
1: Okay, so um, way back when I was nine and my brother was six, my parents got divorced. At the time, you know, it was the late 70s, early 80s, and my parents were very proud of the fact that they were gonna have this good divorce. They had shared custody. My brother and I changed houses every day and alternated weekends. And from my perspective at that time, it's not like it was like so great. They were divorced and it was like kind of hard. And, you know, like my best friend's parents were divorced and, you know, it was a little bit complicated for me. And by the time I went to Cornell, then I went to Brooklyn Law School. When I got to law school, the last thing I ever wanted to do was divorce or family law. I took family law pass right. fail. I'm like, I'm done with this topic. Well, then shortly thereafter, I wound up clerking for a judge in New York City where all I did was resolve... High high-conflict, trial-ready, crazy divorces. And I found out a couple of things about myself and about divorce and about my family. So what I learned, first of all, was that I love settling hard, hard divorces. It's almost like my superpower, like bring it on because I can help close the unclosable, right? But more importantly, I realized that my parents had actually given me a great gift because I saw how horrible the process was for most people. And I I also realize that sometimes court is necessary, but it's all about how the litigants, the people getting divorced, navigate for themselves to get through it, right? And so I created this thing called the Better Apart Method, which is actually like an educational tool for divorce lawyers and mediators who want to practice in a positive way. And then the book, Better Apart, is for the end user, the customer, the person who's getting divorced, because I know how lonely it is. I know not everybody can, you know, afford to talk to me because it's expensive, but The book sort of breaks down like the nuts and bolts of what you need to do. How do you pick a lawyer? What do I have to think about when forming a parenting plan? What are the financial things that really matter? And then there's this whole sort of trajectory from being angry and full of blame to being an active visionary and really embracing your life and enjoying your life from where you are now, even if you're at an imperfect place.
0: I love that. So I I also came from a divorced family and I have to say my parents, I feel, also did a really good job. The one thing that they never did was talk bad about each other ever. And I know that things weren't perfect and obviously they got divorced, but they never talked bad about each other. And my mom always bent over backwards to make sure that my dad was coming to see us, whether it was that he was off doing something and it was basically a midlife crisis. He was like, five kids. Oh, my gosh, I just got to go and my mom was like, what's happening? Oh, she was 40. He was 42 or 43. So it was more of, and in my terms, they fell out of their, not even so much love because I think if they look back, they would they could have gotten back to that spot, but it was more of, they just stopped communicating and they mm-hmm. ended up resenting each other and it just never got resolved. But as a child looking in, my parents never fought. Like my friends were like, oh my gosh, and even relatives, my cousins, they, what do you mean Mark and Barbara are getting divorced? If they're getting divorced, my parents must hate each other. They're such a loving, fun family. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm older, I realize they didn't communicate. They didn't, you know, they didn't talk about hard things and then they ended up resenting each other and just fell out of what they originally got in. But as a child going through it, all we saw was that our parents loved us and that they were working Mm -hmm. together to make sure that we were loved. So I appreciate what you're doing because I have had friends now or, you know, that have gone through nasty, nasty divorces and I always think of the kids. And I always say to them, listen, this is not my space or not my, but don't bash each other because it's just going to hurt your children.
1: Right. And like when I was going to court, which now I just do everything out of court. I only do mediation and out of court representation. But like when I was going to court, like I always have the child in mind for the exact same reason. And I think it's really hard. I feel like my mom was like your mom. She really didn't draw us in. Like I was only nine and I was like, what happened? What happened? And my mother, I can remember her looking at me and saying dad and I have grown up problems. Like the problem was that like dad was going out with lots of women. That's the grown up problem, right? Okay, right. <laughs> right. Um, dad, dad and I have grown up problems. And you're a child and you need to enjoy being a child and don't worry about the grown up problems. And I really had no idea what was going on until many years later when I learned through step parents and all kinds, you know, then I sort of got all the full Monty on all the dirt on both of them when I was probably still a little bit too young. But, you know, they really were constantly elevating each other as parents and I don't know, like I haven't been divorced and I can only imagine that, I don't know if I'd be as good as my mom was, right? Like my mom was really good at holding in her own feelings and holding it together. But I do know that what I would be is really focused on not being stuck in blame and shame because and and moving forward, because I do think that, you know, as far as we know, we only get to be alive once. Right. And I don't know about you, but I want to have fun. (laughs) I want to feel good and I want to help others to do the same. Right. And also I want to help people who are divorced lawyers, not divorced lawyers, but divorce lawyers and mediators. Right. I want to give them permission and tools to do the same for their clients, because, you know, the way we're taught in school is really just about, you know, going for gold, taking all that you can. Like, we're not thinking about what about the collateral damage of the children? Like, we're not like that's not part of the education. And so there are you'd be surprised. There are a lot of lawyers and mediators who do want to do things in a better way. Not to say that litigation isn't necessary. Sometimes I do work for an incredibly aggressive litigation firm in Manhattan for cases that can't be mediated. So if anyone's listening to this and you're like, oh, I want to mediate, like if you are sort of always in the one down position or you have no idea what the finances are and you think your spouse is going to withhold all of that, it is okay. I just want to overtly give you permission to go ahead and do what you need to do to take care of yourself and your family's finances. Do not shame yourself for not being able to mediate if the other side is impossible. Like just press play and don't press stop. Just go, go, go.
0: Right. And I love that you said that, because I think, again, as we're talking about it for both of us coming from divorced families, like I have to say, I think my relationship with my husband is so much better because of what I learned from my parents, what not to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so you have an issue. We're going to get it out. We're going to talk about it right. Well, right now, we're not going to harbor it and keep it in because resentment is the death of people. Stay tuned for a quick message from my sponsor. Hi, my name is Shari Hodes, and I'm the president of Aura Limited, a proud all-women-owned brand marketing and global sourcing agency. Simply put, we provide fashion-forward swag for any and all of your branding needs. Please visit us at www.auralimitedspelledout.com. Can you tell us a little bit more about—so you have two books, is that correct? So I have actually
1: one book that's not yet sold. So we're not going to talk about that one yet. I do also have a quick little ebook that's going to be coming out soon called What You Need to Know Before You Get Married, which you'll be able to find right on my website, which is a great book of tips and budgets and like just things to think about. I'm getting a lot of calls from, believe it or not, millennials are a little better than we are in this way. I'm getting proactive calls. They don't necessarily want a prenup. They're just like, hi, Gabrielle. You know, you've been doing this a long time. What do I need to know? So I'm just sort of like telling them what they need to know. So it's a quick little book. And then Better Apart is sort of the flagship book at this moment. And it is a journey, it's a self growth journey to how to, sh- it's really about how do you shift your inner narrative from blame and shame to vision and power, right? So how do we recognize our agency and stop being complicit part of the problem, right? Like how many women do you know? And I was definitely guilty of this, who are, you know, they have kids, they're married to someone who's traveling a lot. They come home from the travel and their husband is like, you know, biking or running or hunting or fishing or, you know, going out, whatever he's doing. And you're like, dude, I want to go to yoga. And and you realize the only person holding you back from yoga is you, right? Or like for me, I wanted to write my book. I wanted to write the conversation changing divorce book endorsed by Gwyneth Paltrow. Like I literally imagined this. I said it to my husband. He was like, go back to sleep, Gabrielle. And I was like, those are fighting words. <laughs> Because I was like, I'm writing this, like talk about manifesting. And I like to tell that story. Everyone listening here, if you can see it, if you can dream it, you can do it, right? So just be careful, like how we started this, right? Like your craziest, biggest dreams, you might as well go for them. Because if you don't, you're just going to live with the regret or the wonder. And like, I for one, do not want to live with regret and wonder, unless it's wonder of like what else can be an expansive set of wonder, not a discontent, feeling of longingness, less than something like that.
0: That's exactly what this series is about. And did you hear what Gabrielle said? She said she wanted Gwyneth Paltrow to endorse her book. And that's what she did. Because if you can dream it, you can create it. And I believe that's in one of my quotes somewhere. I forget who exactly said that, but that is what I tell my daughter. That is what I tell my my sons. That's why I started this podcast. You know, people were like, well, do you even know how to do a podcast? And I was like, I'm going to figure it out. And that's what I want women to know. We can figure it out. We get in the way of our own self. So I'm starting a whole virtual, online workshop focused on this because that's what I want women to do. That's amazing, Juliet.
1: There's a book my book group read a while ago called A Ten-Year Nap. It was pretty popular back then and my kids were little when I read it, so I don't know. But anyway, it's basically about like how many women who are powerful and have big careers or have big dreams interrupt their own path and winds up taking care of their kids. And then they, when they go back, they're just full of so much self doubt, they make themselves small, they're full with the whole notion of I can't. So the way I look at it is imagine yourself in the most like grandiose way, because from there, you can sort of fill in between where you are and where you in some dream sort of sense, want to go, right. So I always had this idea when I was in law school, I really wanted to do alternative dispute resolution. And I really wanted to change the divorce narrative those two things were sort of my dreams. So now, you know, like, I was the co-host of the American Bar Association Mediation Week last March, which is like, it was a lot of work. <laughs> it was a lot of work, but it was amazing. And it was all about access to justice and busting through biases and all kinds of really cutting edge important conversations and topics that are necessary more now than ever. And if I, I could give you a little teaser, like what my next book is about, it is about how to sort of recalibrate relationships that you have, whether or not you're divorced, like sort of the space of equanimity where we can reach a point of having reasonable conversations with each other, even when we disagree, which, you know, if you ask, me, our entire country is like in one big gigantic divorce right now.
0: Totally, totally. And you know what? When my husband and I got married, our priest said something that stuck with me forever. He said, Look at each other right now. Do you see the love that you're feeling? It doesn't matter what happens in your life. You can always get back to this spot. You just have to work at it. And I remember being like, So true. We are so in love. We are so in love. And as you get older, I mean, you have different hobbies, you have different paths you know, things can sometimes start separating, but you can always get back to that initial love. And so I love what you're doing right now because it is so important. And it is like sometimes people just give up too soon. There's other times. Yes, it's necessary. But if they really just stop and think, OK, you know what? Let me remember when we fell in love the first time I saw my my significant other. It's so important. So I love that you're creating that space for people and helping them through it. And I read because it says that you keep 99 percent of your cases are out of court. Is that correct?
1: That is correct. I- have always been very focused on finding the space in between, like, it's really all about validating, right? Like we all want to be heard. Yes. So when you're working as the mediator, you really have to be laser focused on how to dissolve all I'm making all kinds of hand motions. It's, <laughs> you can't see me either. <laughs> but like how to dissolve all the fire in the air, how to bring it down, how to get each person to have an opening for even like a scintilla of compassion for each other right? Or for themselves, right? Sometimes just mirroring back what needs to be heard is all that's necessary to bring a case to its close. But you know, I think these days, like you hear the word narcissist a lot. And I think that it might empower people who feel like they've been taken advantage of to have that label. And I think that's fine. You know, narcissism is a very specific diagnosis. And not everybody who's called a narcissist is a narcissist. But whether or not you're divorcing from someone who has a personality disorder, check in with yourself over time to see if you still need to be so angry right doesn't mean you have to let them back in doesn't mean you have to trust them but you might just say you know I have a little space to move from anger to neutral or move from neutral to a little bit positive you may always need to be guarded you may feel unsafe for 50 70 however many years but you can move to a space where you can
0: breathe again I love that can you tell everyone where they can find you because I'm sure my listeners right now either know someone or going through stuff and they're going to need some advice so I love what you're doing and I love that you found what you love to do and you created it from a situation that you went through so thank you so much for coming on oh, and thank you funny enough I'm gonna have you tell your credentials but um, my cousin who is best friends with Gabrielle. Literally, I was talking to her about this series. She's like, oh my gosh, you have to talk to her. So <laughs> I love that. Trish uh, put us together. Trish
1: is literally my oldest friend. Which I love, which I love. Right. Like I've known her since we're eight years old. So, so you can find me at Gabrielle Hartley.com. That's G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-E-H-A-R-T-L-E-Y.com. If you go into the Survive and Thrive giveaway, it says, you know, get five tips to move beyond your divorce. Just put your email in there every week or a little bit less than every week because I try not to bombard people. You'll get a link and part of a story to the Better Apart blog, which includes weekly articles about financial wellness, co-parenting, budgeting, all things that are about divorce nutrition. Sometimes it's stories of people who came through and moved beyond divorce. And it's called the Better Apart blog. So you can sign up to get it into your inbox just by going to GabrielleHartley.com. It's right on the cover page. So you can find me on Instagram at Gabrielle, G-A-B-R-I-E, E-L-L-E Hartley, H-A-R-T-L-E-Y, E-S-Q for Esquire, Gabrielle Hartley, E-S-Q. And on LinkedIn, I am at Gabrielle Hartley. And similarly on Facebook, it's Gabrielle Hartley. All the links to my social, you can find right at GabrielleHartley.com.
0: Guys, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate and review, send to your friends. Well, Gabrielle, I just again, thank you so much. And thank you for what you're doing and getting the word out there, because it is something that people don't always talk about because there's anger behind it. But the fact that you're doing it and helping people find their own voice and find something that doesn't have to be angry and hateful, you're making it just better. I just I appreciate you. And just thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. Thank you so much for doing this podcast. It's amazing. Thank you. I hope you liked this episode of Your Next Stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends and join in each week.